0: Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janais. Up, y'all. This is your girl Jessica Janae, and we are back. Okay, that was kind of corny, but (laughs) I cracked myself up. Hey y'all, seriously, this is your girl Jessica Janae, and I am the host of the Dear Sister Podcast, and I'm super excited because this is season two. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe I'm even saying that. Like, this is season two. Of the Dear Sister Podcast. What started off as a vision, as just an idea on a vision board. What started off as just an idea in my heart. Like, I'm about to birth season two. So I'm super excited. And thank you so much for those of you who are tuning back in from season one. And if you are new to the show, you probably did not go all the way back to the very first episode to understand what the Dear Sister Podcast is about. So I'm going to give you a quick... um little background story on the Dear Sister Podcast. Again, my name is Jessica Janae, and I am your host of this podcast. Um, I am a teacher by day, a student by night, and a podcaster on the weekends. That pretty much sums up my life. I'm also a blogger. Um, but the reason why I started this podcast is because I have a soft spot in my heart for girls and women, especially women at this age who are going through stuff and a lot of times we feel like we are the only ones and the reason why we feel like we're the only ones is because the enemy will try to make you think that you are the only one experiencing what you are experiencing and um make you get to this place where you just want to isolate yourself from everybody. You don't want to talk about what you're going through. And that can oftentimes lead to depression. It can lead you to doing something that you shouldn't do. Um, and so I wanted to put out this platform so that I can pour into other women as God pours into me and as I experience life to remind women and even men because we do have some men who listen to this podcast that you are not alone, that you're not the only person that's been broke. You're not the only person that's been um in a relationship that didn't work out you're not the only person who gets confused about life and understanding what god is doing in your life like you're not the only person and so every monday you can listen to this podcast to listen to my stories that i share and whatever god lays on my heart just to be reminded that you're not the only one and i pray that you are able to take away some gems from this um show or just some motivation and some encouragement so yeah that is the background of the podcast and i'm super excited because at the end of 2017 i put this on my vision board right and so for months, i would talk about it i would write about it in my journal i would get super excited about it work on it then stop i'll get super excited about it work on it some more and then stop and i was for so long i was trying to figure out who could i put on this podcast with me because i was nervous and i was afraid and i didn't feel like i was good enough to do this by myself like what am i going to talk about for 30 to 45 minutes each monday like how am i going to have a conversation with myself so i went through the whole um process of trying to figure out like who would work with me whose personality would fit with my personality i even tried to invite friends to do the show with me and you know, it just didn't feel 100% right. And so, God told me, Jess, you are more than equipped to do this show by yourself. And so, I'm so grateful that God has graced me to host this podcast and for it to be reaching the women and the men that it's been reaching. Because I'm I'm just so grateful. Like, I'm so grateful. And it, it, all glory goes to God because this was literally just an idea that he put in my heart, right? Right? and i trusted him like you know people were supposed to help me with the podcast as far as like editing it and just putting it together and then that didn't work out and so i told god like god one i don't know how to do this podcast like i went to school to be a teacher not an it person okay um so i told god like if you want me to do this podcast because I recorded some episodes, but I didn't know how to get it on iTunes or get it on Spotify or how to put it together. So I told God straight up, like if you you told me to do this, okay, I'm okay with writing in my journal and keeping everything I go through on the pages of my journal. But you told me to do this. And so God, I need some insight, I need some stra- some strategy, some clear guidance and some clear directions on how to do this. And I tell you no lie, and I've said it this said this before. The next day I woke up with an email from somebody I follow on social media about how to put together a podcast. I mean bit by bit I mean step by step directions. Okay? Um and even with the new um podcast cover. I designed that. I mean it's not the best, but you know, when you don't have a lot of money to work with you know what I'm saying? You get real creative. So I just want to thank God for guiding me every step of the way. So everything that this podcast, like the success of this podcast and where it's going, um it's all God. Like I'm just the voice, I'm just the vessel and I'm just allowing God to use me. So this is not my podcast. This is God's podcast and I'm just the host of it, okay? So I'm super excited. Please know that the podcast will be released every Monday. You will get a new episode every Monday. And also on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can head over to the JessicaJanae.com website to read my new blog post. And a lot of times, I will be covering... Well, no, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. Okay? I'm going to say that. But yeah, Monday's a new episode. Tuesday and Thursday's a new blog post. I'm going live with my blog post. And I'm so, I'm super excited, but in a little while I'm gonna tell you more about what's to come for JessicaJanae.com. So let's get started with the show. So y'all always y'all know I always start off the show by telling you lessons that I've been learning, right? And so if you notice, if you follow me on social media, you know that I have been MIA from social media like since the end of October, and I just got back on um at the beginning of this month. I did get on Snapchat. Excuse me and do like snap some snaps and some insta story um, of my family during Thanksgiving time because I just want to share with y'all my my family like I have one of the best families ever so um, I did get over that but other than that my Instagram Snapchat Facebook was all deleted off my phone and it was for a reason okay it was for a reason but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about that also. So, if you remember, a few episodes ago, um, I talked about like how I kind of felt myself sliding backwards. Um, I had started back having sex. And if this is your first time listening to the show, your girl is very transparent. Like, and I'm very transparent. And that's one thing that I love about myself. That's one thing that people say that they love about me. I'm very transparent because there are a lot of people who try to act like they cross every T, they dot every I. And I'm just not your girl. Like, I'm just not that girl. So, uh, I'm very transparent. This is, a no ju- this is a judgment-free zone, okay? So, I share with you my stories because I wanted to help you. And I want to be transparent because I'm not helping you if I just try to dress this up to make it look pretty, okay? So, yeah. So, a few episodes ago, I started talking about how I found myself back having sex with somebody. And I didn't even like him like that. like, um, And so, like, I would stop. And basically, like, we weren't talking. We were dating. Nothing like that. Like, I, I would just call him when I, you know, or text him. Because I don't really need to have no conversation with you. Um, I would text him when, you know, I wanted to do my thing. And then when I was done with my, my thing, you know, like, we don't really have anything to talk about. So basically i just was like god like, what is going on with me what is going on with me and i'm so happy that one i serve a god that will tug on your tug on my heart when i'm i'm starting to like lose focus on him and when i'm starting to stray away from him he'll tug on my heart so so loving like in a loving way and so i try to like i was like what what's going on like and I, even, I wasn't even trying to, like, I didn't want to pray like that. Like, I wanted to pray, but I just didn't feel like praying. as so I was battling, like, that feeling versus actually doing it. So, and then it hit me. Oh, God. Sorry, y'all. Then it hit me that I was going through spiritual warfare. Right? I was going through spiritual warfare. So, for those of you who don't quite know it's spiritual warfare let me read you this bible verse that comes from from ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 um well let me do sh- verse 11 ephesians 6 verse 11 through 12 it says put on all of god's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Okay. And so I have been going through spiritual warfare. I have been being distracted. And how did I know I was going through spiritual warfare? Because I started back being okay with my sin. And that's a very dangerous thing. Like None of us are perfect. We're going to make mistakes. But a dangerous place to be in. And I never want to be in this place. Because I've been in this place before when I was in college. I never want to be okay with sinning. I never want to get back to a place when I'm okay with sinning. Like I know I shouldn't be doing something. But I'm doing it anyway. And I'm okay with that. I never want to get back to that place. And so when I felt myself being okay With having sex, and I'm not here to tell you, you know, be celibate. I'm not here to try to put that on you because that's still something that I deal with, and that's just not my, that's not my message. You get what I'm saying? But I would try to encourage you. The reason why I choose, I try to not have sex, and I try not to put celibacy on it because I feel like when I put a title on it, I don't know. I just feel like that's, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like some people use celibacy as like a, oh, look at me, I'm being celibate, da 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 da, da. you know. Um, but the reason why I choose not to have sex and I try not to put myself in situations to have sex because my flesh is weak. And that's one thing I know about me. Like, my flesh is super weak. So I try not to even put myself in situations so that the enemy can win like that. But I decided a long time ago that God is so good to me. Like, I, I love God. And I make mistakes, but I try not to intentionally hurt him. Because I've been intentionally hurt by people who said that they loved me, right? And so I try my hardest not to intentionally hurt God. Yes, I make, make mistakes. Yes, I fall short daily. But I try so hard to... To one, not her God, but two, to live a life according to the purpose and calling of my life. And so, me having sex right now is not good for me because it does not align with the calling that I have over my life. Because one, sex can distract you, sex can blur your vision, sex can just do a whole lot of things with your emotions that I just don't have time to deal with right now because of the fact that I am trying to stay focused on what is in front of me and what God has for me and I've been that girl who would have sex with a man and expect him to be my boyfriend the next day and so insanity is doing the same thing expecting different results and so I decided a while a while back that I didn't want to have sex for that reason right and so when I found myself back having sex especially with somebody who I don't even like like that I started to wonder, like, God, what is going on? But at first, I could not pinpoint it. And that's what the enemy does. When you're in spiritual warfare, the enemy will try to distract you from the fact that you're in spiritual warfare. Right? He will try to just distract you from the fact that you are straying away from God. And so when I went, I just, I just love God so much that he tugged on my heart and told me, sis, baby girl, you are in spiritual warfare. I started back having sex. I was okay with my sin. And I was um, not just, I wasn't feeling like praying, right? So I, I, that Sunday, I deleted my Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And I just, and this happened like the week after the season finale. And I just told God, like, I want more of you. I need to refocus on you. And so all this other stuff, the podcast, the blogging, like all that is going to come to a, a stop. Because God, I need more of you, Right? And so I started this Spiritual Warfare Plans on the Bible app. And here's some things that um, that I found interesting. So the question is, how do you recognize spiritual warfare? Here's what it often looks like. Number one, spiritual warfare most often happens right before or after God uses us for powerful ministry impact or right before or after God moves in our own spiritual lives in a significant way. So here we go. I dropped this podcast, women and men are DMing me, texting me, calling me, telling me that, you know, this podcast is really touching their lives. So right now it's telling me like spiritual warfare most often happens right before, after God uses us for powerful spiritual, I mean, ministry impact. Okay. Number two, spiritual warfare often comes in an attempt to steal our happiness in God and his work in our lives. So, when I was having sex with this particular person, great guy by the way, but we would have sex and the next day I would still be longing more. So, when I had sex with him, it opened back up that vulnerability to feel like I needed to be satisfied by human, by man, okay? i don't ever want to get to a place where i am just satisfied by a man because at the end of the day friends can come and go family can come and go relationships can come and go but god is the only consistent thing and i have been working so hard and sometimes it's a daily you know a, you have to make this be intentional with this every day But I try to intentionally, be. I want to be so filled with God, like any boy that I have, I tell him, God, please fill it up. Because I don't ever want to get back to a place where I am looking for a man. And when I say man, I'm not just talking about males. I'm talking about women, men, humans to satisfy me. And so when I was having sex with this person, it opened up these these feelings, these, these emotions that I have asked God to, like, help me deal with. Right, and so spiritual warfare comes to steal our happiness because I have been happy with God, I have been being fulfilled with God because this year has been a year of isolation, and I'm going to talk about that too. Um, and it says, Don't call everything spiritual warfare, but recognize that sometimes there might be a spiritual battle behind what you are going through because a lot of times we like to try to. Blame other people for what we're going through. No, sis, bro, you may be in spiritual warfare, but ask God to reveal that to you, okay? And so that is the reason why I kind of went in my A. If anybody was asking, like, where are just been at like you know, because I I'd be posting, okay? And so I had to step back because at the end of the day, and I say that term a lot, but at the end of the day, I just want to be. Filled with God and I want more of God and I want to be satisfied with him because man will disappoint you but God is so solid he's so solid and so he's the only consistent thing in my life and so when I felt myself Getting away from him, I wanted to do the work because I care about that relationship. When you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and things are not going right with y'all relationship, you want to work on it. Well, that's what I had to do. I had to cut off the distractions because I don't talk to nobody like that. I don't be around nobody like that. Stuff outside of work, I mean, stuff right at work. So it wasn't like that was distracting me. So I had to cut off social media to focus. On my relationship with my good, good father. And to fix it. So, that's where what's been going on with me. Recap of my Thanksgiving break. Um, Went to Myrtle Beach for Thanksgiving. Um, my family, we do that every year on my dad's side. And we have seafood. I love seafood, y'all. Oh, God, I love seafood. I just, I thank God for crab legs. Jesus, crab legs. Bless them, God. Bless them. Um, and on this trip, I found out two things about myself that I did not know. So, my auntie was telling the story that when she was pregnant, she didn't tell nobody. She didn't tell nobody. And at this time, I was two years old. She said, I didn't tell nobody I was pregnant. I had not told mama yet, which was my nana. Um, and she said that I went up to her stomach at two years old and was like, baby baby and she was like i was trying to tell you to shut up but you kept like pointing at my stomach like baby baby and so i thought that was like oh my goodness like what let me find out i'm hope i have a prophetic anointing on my life okay and then the second thing my mom after my eyes shared that story my mom told my told us how my granddaddy used to tell her like you better listen to that baby because even though she she's young like she she speaks wisdom and so I just found that so crazy that people saw these things in me as a taller and they're coming back. Like they're they're starting to show like now. Because I'd be saying some stuff like God really God be speaking to me. Cause some of the things that I say, I just be like, dog, like I'd be blown away myself. So, for my mother to tell me that my grandfather told her that when I was a toddler, that I, I speak wisdom, and for her to protect that in me, I was, like, blown away. Okay, so Thanksgiving was really fun. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my friends. And I'm just going on Thanksgiving because I didn't really get to express this over social media because I was off of social media. But I just want to say thank you so much. For, to God for just him and my family and my friends and this podcast and I'm just so excited to be walking in purpose like I'm super excited um and lessons of the week so here's my lesson of the week because I thought I think I said that earlier but I didn't really get into it so the past month and a half like I go to one of the best churches in Columbia, Okay. Colombia, um and I feel like every Wednesday and every Sunday Pastor Sims is always talking directly to me like all the time and so he did this this um series called Open Heaven and he focused on tithing and so I am so grateful because my father that is the one thing he taught me my brother and I growing up now I feel like you know I probably listen a little bit more than my brother but listen to him on there but tithing was instilled in us since I was a child. And basically, tithing is, you know, 10% of your income to God. And I don't know how you feel about, you know, giving money to the church. Like, that's your proactive. proactive. But, um... Tithing works. I'm a, I am ai am a firm believer that tithing works. I've seen it for myself. But here's the thing. So... I have been tithing wrong this entire time. I won't say I was tithing wrong. But all of my life, I've always tithed what I brought home, right? And it wasn't until... And I, so I, I can't say I was tithing wrong because I didn't know any better. Like, my daddy just told me to tithe the 10% of, you know, my check or whatever. So, I can't say I was tithing wrong. But Pastor Sims did a, a his sermon on tithing on Sunday. And basically he explained to us like, what do you tithe? Right. And so he said to that, you're supposed to tithe not what you bring home, but you're supposed to tithe that gross. And he said, and I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. But (laughs) he was like, you know, if uncle Sam gets his, the government gets theirs, then God deserves what's rightfully his. Right. And so the following Sunday, well, no, that same Sunday, I'm thinking, like, okay, so I've been tithing, I don't want to say wrong, but that's not what I can think of, incorrectly, this entire time. Like, I literally have been robbing God, not on purpose, but because I just didn't know. So, I have been tithing, and I'm just like, okay, well, God has really, God been blessing me still, right? So, I'm like, God's been, been blessing me, and I have kind of been robbing him, not on purpose but I've been robbing him of what's his, imagine what he'll do when I start tithing correctly now that I have the knowledge and the wisdom on how to correctly tithe. And so, of course, our opinion, I was just like, God, I really did not mean to rob you of what was rightfully yours. Like, I, that was never my intentions. You know, I just did what I thought I was supposed to be doing whatever. And so, I, following t- the next time I got paid, I tithed it off of what, I originally got paid not what I took home but I tied it off of the gross now last month or no two months ago maybe my dryer broke and I told my parents you know my dryer broke and so I didn't say anything else about it. My dad was just like, you know, I'll look and see what if I can find another one, how much they're charging for a new one or whatever. Y'all, why earlier this week, well, y'all listen to this on Monday. I'm Okay, so earlier this week, um, my dad surprised me, my dad and my brother surprised surprised me at 11.30 p.m. with a new dryer. I didn't ask for this dryer. I just told my dad that my dryer was broke. And I just, once he told me he would look for like, to see what he could find for me and let me know the prices, I just left it alone. But they surprised me with a new dryer. And I don't, I have enough sense to know that I really believe that it is because I it correctly. Of course, they don't know that I start tithing differently because, you know, I don't go and tell people, oh, I started tithing. Like, I can't stand people to do that or- fasting like you don't have to announce to announce when you're fasting like just unless you're doing a corporate fast but people who announce like oh I'm getting off social media so I can do that like shut up and just get off social media but I didn't tell my parents that so I say that to say this that when you tie God will bless you and it's not always gonna be and of course I didn't I didn't have to pay for this dryer like my dad took care of it God will bless you because the word says, bring all your ties into the storehouse, right? And I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out so many blessings that you won't have room to receive it. It's not always going to be financial blessings, but it could be a random blessing. Like, God knows I don't want to spend that one-something every week to dry clothes in our laundry room in my apartment complex. So, I'm just grateful I'm just grateful Like I got a new dryer. And I'm just like, God, I feel like this is about to be a shift because I'm, I'm, I've am am i always been excited to tie, but now I'm really excited to tie because it takes a little bit more sacrifice to tie that gross, tiny. <laughs> because Texas already be like, government already say like $600, $700 out of my check. So I am even more excited to show God, like, God, I trust you that I'm going to give you your 10%. Because I know that you're going to bless the 90. And you're going to open up the windows of heaven. And pour out so many blessings that I won't have room enough to receive it. So, yeah. Um. So, that's my lesson of the week. Tithe. If you're not tithing, I, would, I will be praying for you that God will change your heart to make you want to tithe. If you don't understand the process of tithing, feel free to hit me up and let me know. And I can talk you through it. And I can even share some testimonies. Like, when I was tithing back in college off my work study check and I was tithing the net instead of the growth and how God just always made a way. He always made a way. There's even been times of last year when God was like making a way, making a way, making a way. So I'm a firm believer that tithing works and I trust God with my ten percent because I trust that God like He's the source and everything else is a resource. So of course I'm gonna trust my source to provide me with the resources that I need. So yeah. Okay um let's take a quick break and I'm gonna leave y'all with like six gems before I wrap the show up for this Monday so yeah I'll be right back okay so I'm back I had to get my laptop so um another thing that I have been kind of dealing with while I've been away is God has just been really dealing with me there have been nights where I've cried, where I've been angry. And not that anything bad has been happening, I just have been going through this shift. Okay. And so I text one of my friends, well, one of my line sisters, the other night. And I told her, I said, you know, these past two months, really, basically this last month, I have been going through it, right? And I wanted to, I thought about people that I could call or text. And I honestly didn't have anybody. And so it just, I'm in this season where God is making me reevaluate a whole lot of stuff. He's making me reevaluate myself. And there comes a time when sometimes you really feel like you're by yourself. Um, it gets to a place where you feel like you're the only person always trying to make something happen or trying to set something up or you're only being called when people are going through something. And after a while, it gets tiresome and it's like, okay, when is somebody going to really want to hang out with me? Or when is somebody just going to call? It takes me to see how I'm doing and not expect me to be pouring into them and so I want to take this time to say publicly I want to thank Caitlin I want to thank Whitney I want to thank Adriana I want to thank thank um Ivana Avana excuse me and I just want to say thank you so much for this last month and Destiny. Can't forget Destiny. I just want to publicly thank you all for calling. Either calling me or texting me. Just to say either A, I love you. B, keep pushing. Even Jarrell. Keep pushing. Keep shining. Or just to send me a YouTube clip or something. like. I just want to say thank you because y'all don't understand how when you're always the person that's pouring into other people. Some people always, they they forget that you are human and that you go through things too. And that sometimes you just want somebody to say, Jess, like, are you okay? Or, Jess, like, I saw this video and I thought about you. Or, let me pour into Jessica. So, I want to thank y'all because y'all don't understand how I appreciate. What well, may seem small to y'all and just may seem like a small act to y'all is major to me so I just want to say thank you even Simone like thank you for just inspiring me and continuing to tell me how proud of me you are how much you love me or just reminding me that what I'm doing is not in vain and what I go through is not in vain if that makes sense so just thank y'all so much but before I go because this show is getting long-winded um I want to leave y'all with six gems for the week. Six gems for the week, okay? Number one, it is bigger than you. Everything that you're going through, everything that is not happening for you, whatever, what, what God has for you right now, it is bigger than you. There's something on the other side that you cannot see yet that God is taking you to or he's preparing you for. So, always remember, it's bigger than you. Your purpose is bigger than you. Your life is bigger than you. The ideas that God drops into your spirit, telling you to go after it, is bigger than you. So, remember, like, it's bigger than you. Um, number two, you got to grow up. You got to grow up. There is this person that I thought I looked up to on social media, but I've been watching how... They have been handling a certain situation because you know some some people just put all their business on social media, child. And so it's a time it's time that we have to grow up. We have to stop playing victim to everything. Now there are some things that happen to us, right? But I'm so glad that when even what the enemy causes to go against us, God will still cause it, use it to go for us, or use it for our good, and use it for His glory. So a lot of times there are so many of us who want to play the victim and we're pointing fingers at other people. What did you do in the situation, right? So when I say grow up, how you respond to people, how they hurt you, how you respond to how they hurt you, how they, they mishandle you, how you respond to how people try you, That says more about your character than it does about them. I'm going to say that again. How you handle how people hurt you, how people try you, how people mishandle you, how you handle them speaks more about your character than it does about theirs. Because trust me, there are times when I really want to blank on some people. Like, blank on them, right? But I have to remember, like, well, let me say this. This year has been a character-building year. God has been dealing with me about my finances. And I'm so proud of myself because I've been doing really good with my finances. God has been dealing with me like he's kept having me in this place where I really am just kind of, it's not, I won't even, I can't, I'm not, I'm I'm going to stop saying by myself because it's been me, him and I, this entire year, right? And he has taken me away from depending on people to depending more on him, right? And so this year has really been a character building year for me. And so I'm not going to allow anybody who doesn't appreciate me, who doesn't respect me, who doesn't know how to handle me or treat me. I refuse to allow them to take me out of my character because it took me a long time to get away from what society made me think my character should be to be in this woman of God that I am today and that I'm continuing to grow into, okay? So grow up. Do some self-evaluation. Grow up. And if you are a person that does people wrong and, tries people on a daily basis like you need to stop because I don't understand how people really feel like they can do anything oh I'm about to preach to myself how people can do anything to people and think that you're gonna get away with it that's another reason why I don't respond to everything I don't respond to I people a lot of stuff right and I don't respond to it all I don't address it all okay because at the end of the day I allow God to handle all battles above me like I'm not even about to sweat it because I have a father that will a spiritual father that's gonna protect me right and the same energy that you put into trying to hurt me mishandle me mistreat me or use me please believe God gonna deal with you and ladies you have to get into that mentality so many of y'all are so so pressed to throw subliminal messages at your ex-boyfriend or your boyfriends because they made you mad or one of your old friends. Like, let that hurt go and allow God to fight those battles for you. A lot of you are stressing yourselves out because you're trying to fight battles that God never told you to even get into in the first place. I refuse to step out of my character that God has been working on to address anybody that is not worth it. So, grow up. Stop responding to everything. And if you, like, trust me, God will handle it for you. I have seen God. There have been people in my life because a lot, there are people that will, there are people who see in you, they see things in you that you can't see in yourself, right? Right? And so they will try to attach themselves to your gift. They will try to attach themselves to your purpose because they know they can... They The same way God knows where he's taking you, the enemy knows that too. And so there are people that will try to attach themselves to you so they can get... They're clout chasers, right? And so they will try to pretend to be your friend until they can get all that they want. And honey, God don't bless no mess. He doesn't bless any mess. But it's not my job to... Say, hey, I know you're trying to use me or I know that you attempted to use me or you was my friend so that you get all the information that you needed to do whatever you had to do. Like, that's not my job. My job is to continue to pray and ask God to protect my heart, guard my heart from anything or anyone that is not from him and to take care of the things, the issues of my heart. And, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about that. Number two, I mean number three, sorry. <laughs> um, Stand up for yourself in this season. Like, this is about to be the end of, this, uh, of 2018. And I feel strongly in my spirit that I have to remind you ladies, and I have to remind myself that you have the right to stand up for yourself. You have the right to tell people what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate. And if they cannot handle that, peace, bye. <laughs> Nobody got time for that. Also, You have got to stop allowing people who numbers not even saved in your phone to treat you like they number saved. I had this one dude trying to treat me and handle me as if his number saved. Boo, your number's not saved in my phone. Stop acting like you, your number saved. I need you to act like you're trying to get your number saved. Like, I need you to be consistent like you're trying to get your number saved. So, it, you have every right to stand up. For yourself. You have every right for that. If you have worked super hard to get to a certain point in your life, like I have, I have got to this point where I'm trying to be whatever God, like what God has called me to be. So that means I had to cut off some habits. I had to, with God's strength, because some of my habits, you know, (laughs) if a girl had to do it by herself, they would still be going on. But I had to cut off certain people, cut off certain things, cut off certain Habits, mindsets, okay, and so you will, like I said before, you will respect my my time, you will respect my energy, you will respect my space, and you have every right, sis, to demand that respect from people. But on the other hand, you also have to respect your time, respect your space, and respect your en- energy. Because I just had to cut off somebody for the umpteenth time. And this is for real this time because he feels as though, and I love him to death, but I'm not going to be your pillow, your teddy bear. And when I say I'm not going to be your teddy bear, I'm not going to be the person that when you're afraid or when you're going through stuff, that you want to, that I'm the one that you run to. And then when everything's good, like you just kind of put me back in the closet and you forget about me. No. I'm tired of that, and I deserve better than that. And so I had to stand up for myself and say, "Hey, I'm not your teddy bear no more. I'm not your band-aid for your bruises, no more. And I had to end that cut those ties off because I had to stand up for myself, because if I don't stand up for myself, it's gonna people are gonna continue to think that they can do whatever they want to. And if you don't stand up for yourself, people are gonna think that they can continue to do whatever they want to. Uh, no. So stand up for yourself. And the same respect that you demand from other people for you, you have to respect, you have to demand that same respect from yourself. A lot of our a lot of our enemies is our inner me, your inner self. So a lot of these battles are not with other people, it's with you. Cause you demanding all this respect and all this stuff from other people and setting boundaries for other people but you have not demanded the same respect from yourself for yourself i'm preaching for my, to myself okay um and when i say standing for yourself like you have to treat people how to treat you if you can't treat me correctly then you can get lost you can get lost oh i would even pray god show me how to respect myself God show me how to handle myself God show me how to to treat myself the way that I should be treated it's one thing to say you're gonna treat me the way I should be treated but how about God show me how to treat myself the way I deserve to be treated number four God knows what you're waiting on based on what you're working on I heard this on one of my prayer calls A few weeks ago and it just always stood out to me what are you waiting on God to do God knows what you're waiting on by what you're working on God knows what you're waiting on based on how you're what you're working on you you bless it or not just gonna fly out the sky like you gotta put some work into it you gotta put some work into it and yeah, you got to put some work into that thing. So I'm going to just let that, mar- like, y'all marinate on that, okay? God knows what you're waiting on based on what you're working on. Number five, don't settle. Don't settle. I, I'm i not going to tell you all the full story today because I just want to wait to see where this goes. But I went on a date last weekend. Woo, child. And no, can't nobody tell me that my standards are too high because God showed me that who a man that can do what i want them to do he does exist kind of like the Eminem's and santa claus he does exist now i'm not saying that this particular guy is my husband i mean he may be Uh, he may not be but what i am saying is that last weekend and i i gotta tell this story but i'm gonna have to it just gotta i gotta see it Grow, it gotta grow a little bit more. It gotta grow a little bit more. But I will say, ladies, that what you want is this out there. Don't settle. Don't settle. And I also say, this ladies, like, I'm about to just date Nigerians. <laughs> I'm really about to just date Nigerians. Okay. Um, no shade to my, you know, I don't know, but I am. Oh God, okay, cause I'm smiling real hard right now. But I will say don't settle. And I'm saying that because if I could tell y'all what happened last Saturday and what happened before that, (sighs) I feel like a little schoolgirl. But, yeah, okay? So don't settle, sis. And number six, remember to celebrate your small wins. Remember to celebrate your small wins. A lot of times we are so hard on ourselves and we're so tough on ourselves because we want to fly before we start Walking, celebrate your small wins. If you've had your heart broken, I didn't. I cried ten hours yesterday. I only cried four hours today. That's a small win. That's a win. I screenshotted ten people last week, and this week I only did three screenshots. That's a win. We're all trying to grow. It's not trying to run after perfection and just run after being a better person today than you were on yesterday okay so i'm going to review these these gems that i want to leave with you this week number one it's bigger than you number two grow up grow up stop playing the victim grow up and help god and ask god to help you with your character okay how people treat you i mean i'm sorry how people treat you you can't like you can kind of control that but what you can control is how you respond to them You, you, how you respond to people who do you wrong says more about your character than it does about theirs. Number three, stand up for yourself. You got to teach people how to treat you. And if they don't know how to treat you, cut them off, sis. Let it go. (laughs) Number four, God knows what you're waiting on based on what you're working on. Number five, don't settle in this season. Please don't settle. The enemy wants you to settle. But I promise you that you are closer than you think. You are closer to your blessing than you think. Just like the mirrors in our, on our cars that said, I just are closer than they appear. Your blessing is closer than you think. I don't know what you're waiting on, but your blessing is closer than you think. Your blessing is on the other side of you defeating this distraction. Your blessing is on the other side of you telling that person no. Who may, It may sound good, but it's not good for you. Okay? And the enemy will try to send you a counterfeit, okay? And that's a whole nother story that I'm going to share with y'all probably next week. Be careful what, you, let me say this, be careful what you put out there. Be careful what you put out there because people will try to take advantage of the desires of your heart. And they will try to play with you. So you've got to stay guarded in this season. Because the same way that God knows what you want, the enemy does too. So, yeah, don't settle. And number six, celebrate the small wins. And that's all I have for today. Again, I'm super excited to be back. If this is your first time ever listening to the Dear Sister podcast, I pray that you have enjoyed it. Um, It gets a little bit better. Today, I just wanted to kind of, like, welcome y'all back. I have missed talking to y'all. Like, over the break, the time that I took off, at least twice I wanted to come and just record something because I had so many things going on that I wanted to share with y'all right then. But I needed time to really focus on God and to focus on myself and to finish this semester. Your girl has a whole month free of school. So I'm about to be on it with posting as far as on the blogs, And I'm about to be on it with um, this podcast. So yeah. Um, I'm going to pray for us real fast. And... See y'all on you way. Father God, I come to you right now just thanking you for season two of the Dear Sister podcast. I thank you for gracing me, oh God, to get to this point. I thank you for speaking through me. I thank you for the lives that are connected to this podcast. I thank you, oh God, for the women and the men who trust me enough to listen to what I have to say, oh God. And Lord, I pray right now, oh God, that you will just cover each and every one of us as we go throughout our week. God, I pray and I ask for forgiveness. First of all, let me ask for forgiveness, oh God. Forgive us for ever robbing you of anything that's rightfully yours, oh God. Forgive us for the times where we wanted to settle. Forgive us for the times where we gave up on what you had for us and tried to do things our own way, oh God. Because we want your will and your way. Father God, I come to you right now just praying that you will cover each and every one of us. During the remainder of 2018, oh God, I pray that you will give us strategy, give us wisdom, give us insight, oh God. Continue to build our character, oh God, and help us to remember that how we handle people who hurt us speaks more on our our character than it does theirs, oh God. Help us to give everything to you the people that hurt us, the people. Who betray us, the people who let us down, oh God, even us, because sometimes we do betray our own selves, oh God. So, Lord, we pray that you will give us the strength and the courage to give you the things that we cannot deal with in our own in our own strength. God, we love you, we thank you, and we bless you right now because you are an awesome father who deserves all the glory and all the praise, God. Lord, I pray right now for breakthrough this week. I pray that people will be delivered from anything that is not of you, O God. Guard our hearts from anything or anyone trying to take advantage of us. Guard our hearts and guide our minds from anything that is not of you, O God. We pray that you will cast out thoughts that are not of you, cast out any illnesses that are not of you, diseases that are not of you, O God, so that they may never return to us, O God. Lord, fill us up. Fill us up with you, fill up our mind with thoughts of you. God, help us to think the way that you want us to think, God. Give us a heart that reflects your heart, oh God. Lord, less of us than more of you, oh God. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. God, I pray right now, oh God, that visions will become more clear this week. I pray, oh God, that um, where we are weak, oh God, that you will make us strong. God, I love you. I thank you. And I pray for all of my sisters and my brothers listening to this podcast, God. I pray that everything they touch will grow. And God, I pray that in this season, if there's things or people attached to them that are no longer good for them, oh God, that you will cut them off. But God, that you will give us strength during the pruning season, that you will give us give us the courage to understand it. Oh, give us understanding and the wisdom to understand that whatever you take away from us, oh God. Is for our good and that you will never take away something without giving us better. God, I love you. I thank you and I just bless you for each and every person listening to this show, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all, I love y'all. Um, Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And remember that if you need any, if you have any ideas on topics that you want me to cover, please let me know because I will love to talk about what you need me to talk about because this is not my show this is guys show and it's our show like this is a community the dear sister um podcast is a community and before i go remember that on mondays you can catch a new episode of the podcast and on tuesdays and thursdays the a new post will be on the website so yeah love y'all and as i always say there's absolutely nothing you can do about it Have an awesome week.